I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is May 9th, 2023, Anno Domini. Today's top story, a judge in New York has now placed the gag order on President Trump, just like we discussed. We'll get into it next. A new report is out saying that Poland will be wealthier than Britain by 2030 in just a couple of years, the end of the decade. And finally, a Chicago DA is calling it quits after 20 years and says this state and county are on course to disaster. All this and more head, Human Events Daily. said what I said. Life is a series of moments and you are defined by not just what you say, but what you do in those moments. And I really appreciate the fact that Gavin and Vish and Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and everyone were willing to um, have me speak at that protest that we held outside the arrest, the indictment of President Donald J. Trump, the first of its kind in U.S. history. And the fact that I was there, the fact that I said what I said, knowing full well that Alvin Bragg and the judge in this case would be pushing Judge Juan Marchand, Juan Marchand, we're going to be pushing this gag order down. Well, here it is. So we were down there just a couple of months ago. The gag order has just come in on a president, and it kills me that this story should be leading the news. Certainly not, they're not gonna talk about it in liberal media, but isn't it funny how conservative media is totally silent on this? First time it's ever happened, the most popular conservative on the face of the planet. And conservative media is like, ah, let's go see what's going on with Bud Light. Let's go over here to dance around with some other stuff. Like, this is what's, what's the matter, guys? What's the matter, did, did you forget? Did you forget the guy that built this entire movement and brought us all the way here over the last eight years? Oh, reignited the culture war and actually put us on footing to win? Oh, I see. Okay. No, no, that's fine. Like, I, I understand. Like, there are people who are in this for themselves, and there are people who are in this for the country. And, you know, like, it's cool. Like, message received. So the fact that this is being ignored, as far as I can tell, by a majority of conservative media should tell you everything you need to know. But let's get into the details. 
So a New York state judge muzzled President Trump with a social media gag order in his hush money indictment. This is coming from Business Insider. Judge Mershon, who Trump has railed against on Truth Social, issued the order on Monday night. We are told that Trump will be permitted to view, quote, limited evidence, but cannot publicly discuss or disclose the material. What does this mean? So anything that comes out in discovery, we are being told on this that he personally sees he's not even allowed to talk about, which means he effectively can't even present his own defense in public. Just just think about that for a second. We are living through a timeline where a former president, the immediate former president, not someone from like, you know, generations ago who's still hanging on that's being indicted, the, the immediate former president and the front runner for the presidency coming up in the next cycle has now been gagged from speaking publicly in his own defense. It's amazing, right? This is the exact same thing the NKVD, the KGB, now the FSB would be doing in Russia. It's you are charged, you are not allowed to defend yourself, you are not allowed to go to your supporters, you're not even allowed to tell people publicly what it is that the evidence against you is. And keep in mind, we've already known that this case is a complete joke. They're talking about business fraud, and they're saying it's it's business fraud that he paid these paychecks, 24 paychecks, to Michael Cohen, and then Michael Cohen turned around, and, they're, and again, they're claiming, and paid this money to Stormy Daniels in a deal that they claim is a hush money deal for an alleged so-called affair that Stormy Daniels herself has publicly stated never happened. Again, I don't know one way or the other. I'm just saying those are the facts. But he's also made this a felony because he claims it's a campaign finance violation. Look, folks, we know what this is about. All right. This is about preventing the American people the populist movement from having a voice. And in doing so, they are literally taking the voice away from the leader of the populist movement in this country. Every single other candidate, potential candidate on both sides of the aisle should be speaking out against this because this is a brazen abuse of the rule of law in this country, which quite frankly, we don't have because we have the rule of anarcho-tyranny. What does that mean? That means criminals in the subways are allowed to act with impunity, they're allowed to do whatever they want, but the law-abiding citizens get the hammer dropped on them just because they vote the wrong way, they look the wrong way, they worship the wrong way, or they say the wrong thing on social media, just so you're seeing right here. And here's the thing, should Trump then go and post something in contrivance, or as the judge determines to be in contrivance of this order, he can be held in contempt, he can be thrown behind bars. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the USSA. All right, today's podcast of Human Events Daily is brought to you from Patriot Mobile. My friends over there are now offering free activation. If you go and sign up at patriotmobile.com slash POSO and you use promo code POSO, again, that offer is free activation. If you want to support Human Events Daily, if you want to support the work that I am doing, that the team here is doing day in, day out, you must go and support our advertisers like Patriot Mobile. They help us keep the lights on. They help us keep being able to keep doing the reporting that we are doing. What's great about Patriot Mobile, they're a Christian conservative wireless provider. So you have the peace of mind that, like I always say, 
your money is not going into the pocket of people who hate you. Your money, and by the way, these guys over at Patriot Mobile, they put their money where their mouth is. They put it back and reinvest in conservative causes. In fact, they're winning school boards. They're winning so much across the southern part of the United States. We just got a press release from them the other day that we're going to be writing up. Great service, by the way. You get nationwide coverage on all three major networks. That means if you've got a network that is an issue, you switch over. Patriot Mobile uses the exact same tower. So go to patriotmobile.com slash poso. Sign up today. The average family in Britain will be poorer than the average family in Poland by 2030. That's a shocking state of affairs. If the Tories limp on in government, we're going to see a generation of young people learning to say Auf Wiedersehen pet in Polish, aren't we? What's the matter with learning Polish there? You got, you got a little problem there, Mr. Brit boy. You got a little problem. Learn a little bit of Polish, możesz po polsku. So, jak się masz, dobrze. So, the interesting thing about all this is there's a new study out in the Telegraph which is actually saying that on its current path, Poland is on track to become wealthier than Britain by 2030, thanks to a post-communist economic miracle. The country has become a hotbed for future-facing industries such as battery manufacturing and tech. Warsaw is using this economic strength to transform the country into a formidable fighting force to guard against uh, against the threat of, of foreign invasion, invasion from Russia, willing to stand against Moscow. And as Germany and France tie themselves in knots, Poland's star is on the rise. Warsaw is currently planning to double the size of its army to 300,000 soldiers equipped with the latest Western equipment. Poland is spending some 10 billion U.S. dollars on U.S.-made artillery systems that, are, that have been proven very effective on the Ukrainian battlefield. Similarly, Poland is buying a fleet of F-35 Lightning II aircraft and 116 Abrams tanks to replace the Soviet-era MiG fighters and T-72 tanks that are being given to Ukraine. Now, I would be remiss if I wasn't pointing out that this is also a massive boon for the U.S. defense industry and obviously something that has been an incentive for certain corporate interests to continue the economic, uh, the economic windfall that they've been having from continuing the war in Ukraine rather than suing for peace, which we all hope. But Poland has also raised its defense spending to 4% of GDP this year, up from 2.5%. This makes Warsaw's war chest relatively one of the largest in NATO, with plans to even increase that. And, okay, I'm looking at the rest of this. It really gets into the military uh, explanations of it. But what's, what's, I think, shocking to a lot of people is that Poland, which at one point was a massive power in Central Europe, Central Eastern Europe, is now on the rise again. And this is also partly relative to its alliance with the United States, as well as relative to the, the general weakness or, or the growing weakness of the UK and France, because not because of their unwillingness to do whatever the Telegraph wants them to do vis-a-vis -vis the war, but also the fact that they have been running their country so foolishly for the last few decades, spending themselves into oblivion Oblivion, oblivion, opening wide the borders for any and all migrants that want to come in. Poland famously said, we, we are more than happy to allow migrants and refugees to come into Poland. And in fact, Poland has taken in millions and millions of refugees, but not from the Middle East. Poland has taken them in from Hungary. See, Hungary, also a Christian nation, 
similar language, similar culture. They've been able to assimilate very easily within Polish culture. And as we've been talking about this week, Poland is one of the safest countries in the planet. It is the number two safe country when it comes to women. I showed you the subways. We're talking about this new thing called a revolver has a big story up today called public transit nationalism. And, uh, you know, basically talking about, look, folks, you know, public transit is just it's an interesting way to uh, it's an interesting heuristic to compare different countries to each other, because obviously public transportation is something that we all have in every country obviously in major cities. And yet, for some reason, the public transit in a place like New York City, a place like San Francisco, a place like LA, a place like Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, et cetera, Baltimore, is abysmal, atrocious, it's dangerous, it's dirty, it's suffocating. And then you go and look at a place like Poland, you look at a place, or even in a massive city like Tokyo, China, or others, and they are doing incredibly well. So it's a, it's a very good heuristic for us to use because it's showing something not only that we can compare across countries, but also something that is relatively normative for each country. I mean, who can't relate to, you know, being late for the bus or missing a train or needing to take the train to work, that kind of thing. I, I used to do it for years. Also in Shanghai when I was taking the train. I also, also took the train to Philly uh, when I was uh, uh, working internships down there, all sorts of different things. So going, getting back to Poland, it shows the Polish miracle is a blueprint that can be followed by other countries. Is it longer? Is it harder? Yes, absolutely. Because we have the same issue with the E-Verify bill. There are so many people who say, oh, but we need, we need to allow these, uh, these, these illegals in. We need, the, we need to have illegals here. We need to have overstays because it's better for the economy. It's just better for the economy. It's, you know, you just got to think of the economy. You got to put the economy first. That's the main thing, man. Just put the economy first. But Poland doesn't do that. Poland puts people first. Poland says, yeah, we're not going to be down with the human trafficking, the labor trafficking, the sex trafficking that goes on, goes along with these programs. And, and even, by the way, the legal immigration guest worker programs are rife with abuse, rife with trafficking issues, which includes sex trafficking issues. And I'm sorry for people who say that they want more legal immigration and want guest worker programs. But countries like Poland have rightly seen that those operations are so full of abuse not only abuse uh, when I'm talking economically, I'm talking about girls when you're being told, hey, you want your visa extended? Yeah, come on this trip with me and, you know, I got you. We'll sponsor that, all that stuff. Poland has said no to all of it. Steadfastly said no. And instead, internally are seeking to support their population with family, with family in, uh, growth policies, family production, tax benefits, and the like. And that is why Poland is on a fast track becoming the next great power. Look, I, I got to say, I love coming over to Eastern Europe. I love visiting the family, but I got to tell you something. The coffee in Europe is just, it ain't the same. It ain't the same. And we are completely out of our reserves of blackout coffee. We brought some with us, but we're completely out. And guys, what can I say? I'm doing some for my blackout. When you go to Blackout Coffee, you just go to blackoutcoffee.com slash POSO. And remember, support Human Events Daily, support our advertisers. Blackout Coffee is one of the newest, but also one of the absolute best. They are now offering for Human Events Daily listeners 20% off your very first order when you go to blackoutcoffee.com slash POSO. So it's amazing. I cannot wait to get home because I know that I'm going to have a box 
of blackout coffee waiting for me at home that I'm going to fry up immediately, number one, to get over jet lag, but then numero, numero dos, because that is the stuff that keeps me going after I've had such a great night's sleep. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Pozo. Is it possible to extend your lifespan and feel younger at the same time? According to a Harvard scientist and Nobel Prize winning breakthrough, absolutely. How? By lengthening your telomeres. Your telomeres protect your DNA and play a critical role in the aging process, but many of us struggle with shortening telomeres thanks to stress, unhealthy food, obesity, and more. That's why something I recommend is called Youth Switch. Youth Switch is an all-natural doctor-approved and manufactured right here in America. A Youth Switch contains a potent blend of adaptogens that promote healthier telomeres and longer lifespans. It boosts energy and can support regeneration of healthy organ systems. You can try Youth Switch yourself today risk-free and receive a free bottle of Ageless Brain as a bonus, a great product to help you improve focus, memory, and mood. You'll also receive four bonus eBooks to boost every aspect of your health and longevity. Go to youthswitchmd.com slash poso to claim your supply of Youth Switch and all five bonus gifts. That's youthswitchmd.com slash poso to order Youth Switch today. One of the familiar faces of the Cook County State's Attorney's Office has resigned after 25 years. Jim Murphy wrote in a message sent to staff in the office that he wishes he could stay, but says he can no longer work for the administration, saying, quote, I have zero confidence in their leadership. He's referring to State's Attorney Kim Fox. Murphy writes, it started when the Safety Act, which passed in 2021, eliminating cash bail that'll take effect in January of next year. He states he supports eliminating cash bail, but believed the legislation was a PR stunt. Murphy also wrote he believes the administration is more concerned with political narratives and agendas than victims and prosecuting violent crime. This is incredible. So that that clip that we just played for you was from almost a year ago. Now there's been another resignation. This is at least the third high profile resignation of a career prosecutor in Cook County. That's the county where Chicago, Illinois is. Uh, this one, Cook County prosecutor quits after 20 years. We're getting this out of CWB Chicago. If you are not following CWB Chicago, then you are not paying attention to what's going on in American cities. Listen to this. A 20-year veteran prosecutor walks out of the state attorney's office for the last time on Friday. Jason Poyer, a longtime felony trial attorney. But before he moved on, he sent a goodbye email on just this last Friday afternoon. And he explained... I have a heavy heart, but the truth is I can't get out of here fast enough. Uh, he goes in and he says the, he appreciates the people he worked with. Uh, he did a great time. But then he also said this, the, here, and here's, the, here's the kicker, all right? This is the stinger, as we call it in, uh, in the biz. The simple fact is that the state and county have set themselves on a course to disaster. And the worst part is the agency for whom I worked has backed literally every policy change that has the predictable and predicted outcome of more crime and more people getting hurt. Bond reform, okay, as we talked to, bond reform, bail reform, cashless bail, designed to make sure no one stays in jail while their cases are pending with no safety net to handle more criminals on the streets, shorter parole periods, lower sentences for repeat offenders, the malicious and unnecessary prosecution of law enforcement officers. I'm going to say that one again. The malicious and unnecessary prosecution of law enforcement officers. Overuse of diversion programs, intentionally not pursuing prosecutions for crimes lawfully on the books, 
after being passed by our legislature and signed by a governor, all of these so-called reforms have had a direct negative impact that will last for a generation. Many years ago, my family found a nice quiet corner of the suburbs. Now my son, who is only five, hears gunfire while playing at our neighborhood park and a drug dealer is open air selling behind my house. The second one in two years. There are drug dealers setting up behind prosecutors, prosecutors' houses because the criminals know there's gonna be no penalties. You have to read this letter. This letter out of Chicago, this Chicago prosecutor, it's, this is one of the most gay things I've ever read. If it were just me to consider, I'd stick it out. I've been through this stupid state's attorney's policies before, but this office is complete failure to even think for a moment before rushing into one popular political agenda after another has put my family directly in harm's way. The current people in charge of the state, including the state attorney's office, suffer from a fundamental misunderstanding. We live in a society with an adversarial and criminal justice processes. Defense attorneys, legal aid clinics, public defenders, defendant advocate groups, they fight like hell to protect the rights of criminal defendants, as they should. Their work is as noble as ours. But we have an obligation to fight like hell on behalf of the people. It should go without saying this, that this must be done ethically and even-handedly. When both sides vigorously defend their positions, a balance is reached between protecting rights while preserving a sort of order and safety. Once we start doing too much of the defense's job, once we start pulling our punches, once we decide that it's worth risking the lives of citizens to have a little social experiment, that balance is lost. The unavoidable consequences are what we are witnessing in real time, an increase in crime of all kinds, businesses and families pulling up stakes, and the bodies piling up. The whole time with a state attorney who insists there's nothing to see here, and if there is, it must be someone else's fault. And then they wonder why they can't retain experienced prosecutors or even hire new ones. It's because any true prosecutor recognizes the importance of this balance, and they will not be permitted to be a prosecutor under this administration. Listen to this. Wow. This is rough. Because you can tell this is a guy who, this is a guy who loves his city. He loves where he's from, loves his neighborhood. But you know what he loves more? His family. I will not raise my son here. I am fortunate enough to have the means to escape. So my entire family is leaving the state of Illinois. I grew up here. My family and friends are here. And yet my own employer has turned it into a place from which I am no longer proud to be and in which my son is not safe. To everyone in the trenches in the state attorney's office and in law enforcement, my one regret is that I cannot be at your side anymore as you continue to fight the good fight. I do not envy the task you have before you, but you have my utmost respect for carrying on. I hope that you are successful one day at returning some kind of common sense and security to our communities. Thank you all so much for this opportunity to serve. I'll treasure every moment of this chapter of my life. Be safe, be well, fight hard. Jason F. Poyer, Assistant State's Attorney. This is the third high-profile resignation that we've had in Chicago in the last year, in the last 12 months. Natasha Toller, the Chief of Criminal Prosecutions, resigned last February. High-profile supervising prosecutor James Murphy followed her last July with an, a very similar email to this about Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox. And guess what? She is one of these Soros prosecutors. You can say that these policies are being put in for whatever reason you want. Wokeism is 
uh, one of those things where it sounds good in theory, it sounds great, everyone's going to be diverse, everyone's going to be equal, there's going to be equity, we're going we're gonna to right the wrongs of the past, it's going to be so wonderful. And you can lie, you can lie to each other, you can lie to yourselves. You know who you can't lie to? The people whose moms and dads will never come home. The people whose children will never come home because they are caught a stray bullet in some gang shootout, some drive-by. And now they're not gonna make it home, ever. And there's gonna be a little casket going into a grave in Chicago again and again and again. And the bodies pile up, the bodies of children, the bodies of teens, the bodies of adults, and this goes on in city after city in the United States. And I say this as I'm over here in Eastern Europe right now, and you really ask yourself, what is going on in the United States of America? Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.